welcome to the Equipus Church Surrey podcast. We hope today's message encourages and inspires you. So tonight we thought we'd do something a little bit different. We are going to have a chat today with a couple of people about this whole topic of hearing God's voice. If you've been with us for the last couple of weeks, uh, maybe a month or so, we know we've been doing this series on listening to God, hearing God's voice, hearing God speak. And we thought we'd tie it all together tonight by having a chat with a couple of guys. What we've done is we've gone and got a load of our young adults and a load of our youth and also Instagram. And we've basically said, what do you want to know about the voice of God? What do you want to know about hearing? from God and they have given us a list of questions which we're going to run through tonight Uh, so I'm looking forward to it I think it's going to be really good fun so can we please give a great big hand to our panel tonight to Pastor Mark to Pastor Monica and to Charlie let's give them a great welcome 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 come on in take a seat and we've got Nicola as well Hey, Nicola's gonna. So me and Nick are gonna ask the questions tonight. Now, guys, what what we thought would be great because we actually had a lot of people ask a lot of questions tonight. So we thought what would be good is we sort of quick fire things. Okay. So what I'm saying is we don't want to be here for like super long on just one question. Now, look, I trust the three of you. We do, don't we? Implicitly. We do. But we have got this big red finger here. And what I thought would be good is if we just maybe give it to like Yannick or something. And if he thinks it's going on for too long, Yannick, just give it a big wave, all right? I'm sure that's not going to happen. But just in case, this is for all, this is for all of us, okay? So Yannick, just practice your wave, please. Uh, yeah, and wiggle it around. Okay, we all know what that means. It means let's have a talk about whatever you were talking about after the service, but we're done, okay? Brilliant. Well, we've got a couple of things that we want to ask these guys tonight. We're going to go on a bit of a journey of discovering God's voice. Um, We're going to hear some stories from the three of you about different things. One question that's been really on our minds for a long time now is actually for you, Pastor Monica. Um, Because I don't know if you guys have ever heard that Pastor Monica's not from Surrey, necessarily. You're from Ireland, right? So your accent is is one of, of Irishness. And, and really what we wanted to know was when you maybe hear the voice of God or you get a sense of God's voice or God Definitely speaking. in a Northern Irish accent. Is it accent? in a Northern yes. Irish accent? Ah, brilliant. Um, he says Sam's, not Psalms. <laughs> he says the Sam's. I love that stuff. Well, that's good. We wanted to clear that up, so thanks very much. So, serious question now. Well, kind of serious. Um, sometimes when God speaks to you, it's like, it can be like quite a big thing, and sometimes it can make you happy, scared. So, like, you're a bit scared, but also kind of happy and kind of excited. So, I want to ask you, like, what is the biggest thing that God's ever spoken to you about? And maybe it made you feel happy, scared. I could ask that. Answer that. Um, so, the biggest thing that God spoke to me about. <laughs> oh, Yannick. No. Boo. Pass it on, pass it on. <laughs> Um, so it was when I felt God speak to me about going to Bible college uh, two years ago. Um, someone just kind of mentioned it to me as an idea and something inside me got that feeling of like, that excites me, but I'm also terrified. Mm. And so the way I kind of dealt with it is, first off, I shared it with someone, a wise person that's my friend and I trust. And I said, look, look this is a big decision. I think God's speaking to me about this. Can you pray into it with me? Can you think about it with me? Um, and then I asked God to confirm it um, to me kind of externally in various different ways and he did in crazy ways through books, through sermons, through people to a point where I just had no doubt that I knew it was God 
um, and that enabled me to have the faith to make that step. Very good. Yeah. I love that. Um, Pastor Mike, what's the biggest scary thing that God's ever said to you? Happy scary thing. Well, there's, there's like the biggest and then there's the most recent. But I think um, one of the most recent ones is, is that um, when we decided to say we're going to launch Equippers College in the UK, that was a pretty big deal because um, we felt like God was in it. We felt like God was speaking to us, but we really didn't have a, a facility. We didn't have really necessarily a faculty of, of people to teach it. And we definitely didn't have any students that had said, we are definitely, in fact, we actually had one of our lower intakes of advanced program that we've had for a few years. So that has definitely been, and still is, a little bit of, we're very excited, we think this is God, but um, definitely there's been an element of, okay. And then Shack Conference is the other thing, like for those of you who've never been to Shack Conference, it's not a small thing, it's uh, not a small budget, it's not a small program, and I would be lying if I'd say there weren't a few nights that I've woken up in the middle of the night thinking about some of the things we've got to do. Um, so happy, a little bit scared. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, let's get into um, a couple of different questions tonight. We want to try and get onto this kind of like this journey. So talking about, we're going to talk about how we can seek God's voice, how we can kind of find that in the first place, then how we can get like confirmation. Charlie, you just mentioned confirmation a little bit. Uh, kind of knowing, you know, okay, was that God actually speaking? And then kind of like looking at, well, what's our response to that? I feel like God said something. I've confirmed that that's the case. Now what do I do? So we're going to ask you guys some questions that kind of help us get there. Um, So let's start by looking at seeking God's voice. Um, Any of you guys can answer this. What is it that you do specifically to be able to hear God's voice uh, or to be able to kind of know that God is speaking, if that makes sense? I think asking questions is a big thing. Sometimes we think um, God should speak to us, but actually God loves us and wants to have a relationship with us. Um, And I think if you're not asking questions, you're not creating an opportunity for God to answer them and for him to speak to you. And he wants to be involved in every single part of your life, from the big stuff to the everyday stuff. Um, And there's a great verse, Jeremiah 33, verse three. It just says, ask me, it's God talking. Ask me and I will answer you and tell you remarkable secrets, tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. And um, so I just think asking questions are not like an A and a B question, but like a question that you don't yet know. It's not like, should I marry this person? Should I go here or not? It's not A or B. It's, you know, it's open. God, would you show me great and unsearchable things that I don't yet know? Yeah. That's good. Um, actually, a question that we really wanted to ask was how do you approach those kind of situations where maybe you do have like a multiple choice option? Maybe you're trying to go to university, you're like, which course do I do? What, or maybe, you know, it's about relationships or you're going to move house or those big things. How is it best to approach um, the decisions uh, that are like that? <laughs> well, I think it's best to do what Monica said. I actually think it's best to, to take a step back from those, you know, left, right, you know, binary kind of multiple choice question answers. I think we put God in a box whenever we do that. Sometimes we say, God, is it this or is it this? And we think it's one of those two things. Is it this university? Is it this university? Is it that person? Is it that person? And actually, I think, yeah, that's the wrong thing to do. I think we put God in a box. And often we're better to kind of back up a little bit and say, God, I'm, I'm listening. You know, like we talked about, you know, your servant's listening, speak God, and then let him start to fill in some of the picture, some of the colours. And I will find that what he tends to do for me, at least, is um, he will lead me to a scripture. 
And usually that is how I know God's speaking to me here. Lead me to a verse. And then at that point, that's not the end of the, that's not the, end of the process. That's the, that's the start of the process. So what most of us, I think, do, or certainly I'm guilty of doing, is we ask God a question, he gives us a verse's response, and we say, that's the answer. That's not the answer. That's the invitation to go on a journey of relationship with God where he starts to unpack and share and paint the picture. And so, yeah, we often, you know, we want the answer now. We want it in short form. I don't think that's how God communicates. I really don't. I think he gives us an invitation to go on a journey where he starts to speak. So maybe that's not as clean cut as you would like it to be, but that's, in my experience, how God speaks. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Go on, Charlie. I was just going to add to that. So um, I think it's also important to think about um, the option that you have this, uh, the, a sense of peace about as well. Because um, I remember when I'd finished college and I had lots of options and I also had a lot of encouraging voices giving me ideas of what I should do next um, but they actually ended up causing like, more confusion for me and I just had this sense of like deep down I need to go home and I didn't know, I didn't know what that was next but that was, the op- that was like the peace option mm, and that's good. the one I took It's good, I think as well when you go on that journey with God often what actually transpires, what actually happens is, is so much greater than what you could have imagined yeah, in your head that's, the, that's just the goodness of God. He just he pours so much more into it than we could have we could have boxed in. And I think yeah. if we if we sometimes box something in like that, then it's almost like God's like I've got so much more for you than this. Um, and so yeah, it's going on that journey is, yeah. is is actually an exciting thing to do. It can be a difficult thing to do sometimes, yeah. can't it? Because we just want answers. We just want to know the route we go on. But actually, if God's in it, then it's going to be good, isn't yeah. it? Awesome stuff. Okay, this is a slightly different question, um, but someone asked it, so we're going to go for it. Um, how can our mood affect whether we can hear from God? So I guess that means, you know, can you hear God more if you're f- happy, if you're feeling sad? Is it, is it difficult if you're a bit confused about something? What do you reckon? Any experiences? Any? I just think when you ask Jesus into your heart, everything changes. You've got the ability to hear his voice in the good times and the not so good times. I think... There's, like it talks about us becoming a new creation. The old has gone, the new is here. And I think it's like on a spiritual DNA level, whenever you ask Jesus to come and be Lord and Saviour, everything changes. It's like you get plugged in, you get hardwired. You're hardwired to hear. And God does that because it's not really about our ability to hear how good or how bad we rate ourselves at hearing God. It's all about the fact that He has plugged us into the source because He wants He wants to be known by us. And um Feelings are good. I think you've got to listen to feelings. But if it, if it stops you, if you feel like it stops you from hearing God, then I would just pray until I just say, God, can you help me? Can you help me? Because there's not meant to be God, like Adam and Eve, He created us for relationship, to be known by Him and for us to know Him. And um, I think if there are roadblocks, if there are things, challenges, I talk to your connect group leader, ask them to pray for you because sometimes there's stuff that comes down generationally through families, um, things that you just need someone else just to come and just identify and pray because the enemy loves to stop us from hearing God's voice because God's the one who can tell us who he is and who we are in him. And if the enemy can silence that, if he can muffle your ears, then he wins. And sometimes there's something at the root of it. And you might just need to get some prayer. So just talk to your connect group leader or someone who could pray with you. Yeah. Sounds good. 
Um, another question that we had from somebody was about dreams and um, how often God speaks in dreams. And also, how do you know if it was just a dream because you ate like cheesy pizza last night? Or like actually it was a God thing? And also, just to add in there, if it is a God thing, what do you do next? It's a good question. Um, I, a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking and I talked about kind of um, different kind of ways of hearing God. So I talked about how hearing from God is basically, it's, a, it's innate in all believers, but then we can also learn how to hear from God, but then we can mature in hearing from God. So to me, hearing God speak in dreams is probably starting to kind of maybe push towards the maturing in God hearing in Him. So I think it's about desire. I think God gives us the desires of our heart. And I think if you actually genuinely start to ask God, speak to me actually in different ways other than how I normally hear from you, and that's something I've done more and more recently, um, speak to me as I sleep, speak to me in dreams, speak to me in different ways. You know, according to our faith, that's what we get. So I think if you have an expectation, God, I'm hungry for this, Um, It's not to make me feel proud or anything like that, but it's actually I genuinely want to hear you speak through those ways. Can God do it? Of course he can. Will he he do it? I think it's up to him, but I think a lot of the time he will respond to our faith. So um, I think it's a matter of expectation. Awesome. Uh, And then another question just on kind of seeking God's voice and looking for God's voice in the first place. Um, We'd love to know, and someone's asked this, how can we use the Bible to actually hear God's voice? Like what's what's in the word there that we can actually say, okay, I can hear God's voice through this? Um, I think, so the way I've been using the Bible recently is is actually to confirm the thoughts that I believe are God's voice just by saying like, you know, okay, God... Can you give me a Bible verse like Pastor Mark mentioned to confirm that this is you? Um, so like recently I t- was turning 32 and I was praying. I was just saying, God, what is your word for me this year? And I felt like him say, okay, it's going to be a year of breakthrough and miracles and provision. Um, and I was like, woo, sounds great. Um, but I was like, I just want to be sure that's not just me like wanting to have a great year. Um, so I just said, God, can you give me a Bible verse to confirm it? And pretty much instantly I got Ephesians 3 verse 20, which is um, God can do immeasurably more than you could think, ask or imagine through you. Um, so for me, that, that just gave me that confidence to go like, yeah, this is what I can believe for for this year. That's good. That's great. That's really good. It'd be great just to talk about that a little bit more, um, other ways that we can get confirmation, and maybe if you can include some examples, that would be great. Well, I just think God's speaking all the time, and His Word is um, predominantly, what, you know, mainly what He speaks through, and if the Holy Spirit is present in our lives, which He is, then He will bring to life the Word of God. So what I've discovered is um, every promise in the Bible is there for us to enjoy, and there are thousands of promises in the Bible. However, um, we've got to have faith to apprehend that promise for it to really become a reality in our lives. So what I've discovered is I can be reading promises, I can be reading this, I can be reading that, but, but every now and again, one of those promises will jump out at me for the taking. And, and that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit saying there's something on this verse that I want you to pay attention to, I want you to listen to. So very, very basic. Um, um, how do we hear God's voice through His Word? You know, first of all, we've got, to, we've got to spend considerable amounts of time with His Word. 
And um, I don't know whether that's like, you know, for you, you might say, yeah, I do that all the time. I'm often in His Word, um, but I've been a Christian long enough and I've been in church long enough to know that is not always the case. And so I would say, if you really want God to speak to you through His Word, the first thing you've got to do is just be in it consistently. So you can't just dip in and out, view it for five minutes one day, and then you don't look at it again for another month you are not gonna hear God speak to you, probably. It's gonna be very difficult to hear from His Word that way. And then secondly, it's just going, um, the, the other thing is when you are reading the Word and you wanna hear from God is to prepare your heart. So if you just dive in and you got like five minutes and I'm in, I'm out, and I'm moving on. Again, you're gonna find it really hard to hear from God. Um, There has to be a preparation of our hearts to hear what God is saying. Um, How do you do that? Well, you pray to start with, and you just say, God, here I am. I'm reading your word. I want you to speak to me. What are you saying? But one of the other ways that I personally have started to do recently, and actually something that um, I learned from Pastor Lavanya, is um, just the power of taking a moment to actually control our breathing, where we actually start to just do some simple breathing exercises, which allows us to start meditating on Him and starts to push to the side all the other agenda. Because your mind is, if you're like my mind, my mind is like busy all the time, all the time. <laughs> and, so, and if I don't take a moment to qu- like quieten it, my own thoughts are competing with God's. And I don't think God really does compete. Um, So I don't hear from God. So for me personally, taking time to quieten my heart, quieten my mind, breathing helps that, worship helps that, speaking in tongues helps that, kind of sets the platform for actually hearing God in His Word. So I'm a, you know, I, I, I believe in the daily, daily devotion. Um, um, I, have a, I have a program, a program, I have a devotion that helps me, but what I'm not a massive fan of is just like boom, 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 going through the Bible as quickly as you possibly can. I personally, and I think probably a lot of people would say, there's some benefit to that, but there's more benefit to taking time to prepare, to be quiet. And so if you wanna hear from God, you gotta give him time. Yeah. Yeah. Yet you no shortcut. Yeah, that's very good. I actually think there's something on that—that that idea of setting the platform, of just that that sense that maybe for you, um, you maybe just sit there and think, you know what? I so struggle to hear God. Actually, I think what Mike was saying there about setting that platform, spending some time praising God, spending some time worshiping, spending time just speaking in tongues, uh, removing those distractions, clearing out the clutter. Like that, that can make such a difference. And uh, maybe if you're, if you're someone who's like, do you know what, I, I really want that. And I reckon that's God just knocking on the door of your heart almost right now, just saying, come on, you can do it. It's actually possible. Yeah. And uh, I, think, I think that's really exciting. Sam, I, I would just add one thing um, when it comes to hearing the God from the Bible is the, other, the, the next thing I would really encourage everyone to do, and um, I've got better at this in later years, but is if you're expecting God to speak, then be ready to write down what he's about to say. And I think so many people, like, um, you know, they come to church, they have nothing to write notes with. To me, that says, I have no expectation that God is going to say anything to me today that is worth me taking away. Same is true in a devotion. When we turn up to a devotion and we've got nothing to write down what God's going to say to us or a verse or anything like that, to me, we're communicating to God, 
I'm, I'm really going to, I've got a very, very low expectation that you're going to say something to me today that I need to do something with. One of the best things you can do is simply have a journal and a pen and say, God, I'm ready. What do you want to say? And I write it out. If I feel a verse, I write it out. And then God starts to speak as I take time. So for me, the key is time, but having some practical tools handy, like a Bible <laughs> would help, um, and a journal. Very good. Um, this is a great question, and it comes about kind of confirming God's voice. Um, if, if you guys know the story of Gideon in the Bible, like Gideon, uh, he hears God, God asks him to do something, and, and Gideon basically says, like, can you show me these signs? Can you show me these things to kind of say, yes, this is you, God, and yes, you're going to you know, do this here. So is it okay to do that? Can we hear the voice of God and then say, okay, God, can you confirm it by showing me this or by doing this? And have you, have you ever done that? What's the kind of process there? <laughs> well, the Bible, the Bible doesn't criticise Gideon for doing it. The Bible actually doesn't say, Gideon, you're a wicked man. You should have just believed on the first thing. God is really, really gracious. So because he's gracious and loving, if we need extra encouragement, <laughs> I think God doesn't mind giving it to us. Now, I think there might come a point where God has spoken. You know he's spoken. He's spoken again, he's confirmed it. And then if you keep on saying, just another fleece, just another fleece, just another fleece, I think you might find that's not gonna work forever. But I think if you feel like you've heard from God, um, then um, a fleece might be an okay to go, way to go. But the, but the Bible says wisdom is found in a multitude of counselors. And so actually, I would suggest, rather than laying a fleece, we actually take what we feel like God has said to us and we take it to people in our world who, and we can get their feeling on it. Because I've had times I've thought God has spoken and nobody else has. <laughs> or, or he has spoken, but it's the timing of it. Or it's the timing Often of it's it. the timing yeah. of it. It's yes, that is God's voice, but it's not for right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when um, I did that once, I prayed for a sign about whether I should date you. And um, <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this, God. What, you know, you've got to speak to me like tonight. You've got to give me a sign that this is right. And then you said we were going home for Christmas break on the um, uni holidays. And I was like, this is it, God. If he doesn't say something to, m to me tonight, I'm not interested. And he said something like, I'm really going to miss you over the holidays and whatever. And I was like, God's spoken. Um, and that was it. So it does work sometimes. <laughs> but also, wisdom is found in a multitude of counsellors. And there were other times when I uh, thought about dating people and asked my mum, and she said, definitely not. Um, and I really thank her for that now. Um, yeah, so there's, there are times when <laughs> that works. Um, so yeah, just wanted to ask also, um, how do you know when um, it's God's voice speaking to you, um, or whether it's your own, especially when you don't have like a clear sign like that? Um, I usually just ask myself three questions. So I, I usually ask myself, is it encouraging? Like, does it, does it build me up or a person up? Um, I ask myself the question, does it line up with what it says in the Bible? Um, and then I also quite often think, would I usually think that? And usually, when it's God's voice, it's something that I wouldn't usually do or I'd feel a bit uncomfortable doing. That's how I usually decide. I had an example of um, that recently in the middle of the night, I woke up and I felt a sentence in my mind 
and and it wasn't a very encouraging sentence. And it was to do it was to do with like um it was relating to someone in my family who was going through a bit of a health crisis. And I said to Monica in the morning, I had this thought in the night. I'm not sure if it's God. And Monica really wisely said, "Well, how did you feel?" And I said, "I felt like I wanted to push it away." I felt like I didn't want to, I didn't want, because you know, like in the middle of the night, you're a bit hazy and it's, you know, you're not quite awake, but you're not quite asleep. And so you're trying to, trying to understand what's going on. And I said, Monica, I felt like I wanted to push it away. And actually Monica was really helpful. And she just said, well, that's not God. That's not God. If, you're, if something's coming to you and you're like, it feels a bit ugly or it feels heavy or it feels tainted, you, know, you actually need to push that away. And that's a good, I think that's a good metaphor because sometimes we literally have to push things away, not just like, we have to say, no, I don't, I'm not receiving that. And um, so that was a time when I kind of thought, oh, I think I might have heard God. And then on reflection, I was like, no, that definitely wasn't God. Awesome stuff. Okay, we're coming towards the end now. So we've got a final few questions for you guys. Um, okay, so we've, we've sought the voice of God. We've heard it. We've confirmed, yes, that was God speaking. I guess the next step then is kind of our response. And so I would love to hear from you guys, what is it that you then do once you've heard God's voice? And maybe just, yeah, if you've got some stories to share of, you know, the whole process. You heard God's voice, you did something, what's the fruit of it, what happened? Um, I think God's recently been teaching me to be active when I hear his voice. So an example is, um, I've been seeking healing for a health issue for a long time, and I've always had faith for it. I've always known that, you know, the Bible says, by his stripes I'm healed. Um, but recently I feel like God's speaking directly into the situation and he's, he's been speaking to me, um, Charlie, you are healed. Like Jesus dealt with that on the cross, but you need to start speaking that out and you need to start declaring it and you need to start prophesying it. Um, and I was actually reading Pastor Bruce, uh, Bruce's book recently and he talks about how like prophesying can usher in a change of season and it really challenged, challenged me. So where I've heard that... Um, that word from God. Again, asking for a Bible verse to confirm it, and then that's just what I'm just speaking out and declaring. Like every day, or every day I like feel the symptoms, I just start speaking it out, and I think that's how we can get breakthrough. It's awesome. great. It's great. Anything else you want to add? I just think being obedient whenever you hear it like that, because sometimes you can silence God's voice whenever He's already told you something, but then you're just ignoring it and asking Him another question about something else. Um, I'll be really honest, I've been praying, um, Jeremiah 33.3, show me great and remarkable things that I don't yet know of. And I've really felt personally for me, um, God speaking to me about um, pathways into high places. And I believe we're all on earth um, to change the world and we're all in spheres of influence where we can do that. And I think, well, that's, you know, if you look at my day to day, it's not really pathways into high places. Um, and then I only share this with Mike the other day. Um, I really feel like um, God's talking to me about speaking to kings and queens, so pathways into high places. And um, he said to me, I just want you to study the book of Kings. So I'm doing that. I'm like, I don't really know, but it's that whole thing. I feel like that's what God's shown me. Yeah. He hasn't shown me the full thing, but okay, for right now, I'm studying the Book of Kings. So many of them have got the same names that begin with A and J. I'm like, <laughs> I've got a timeline. But um, I just think it's being obedient with the little things, the faith with the little things, because it's um, he's a light onto our path. And sometimes we want the light onto our path, show us where the end is. But actually, he's a lamp onto our feet, and it's take one step. And then the next step becomes clear. And then you look back after a number of years, and you see, oh, God lit that entire path. 
And um, you just got to be careful. You know that has that scripture, little foxes spoil the vine. It's the little things. If you're faithful with the little things, God shows you a little thing. It might seem like a little thing, but if you're faithful with it and you nurture it, you look after it, then your vineyard becomes healthy and blooms. Yeah. I think um, just to add to that, if you, if, if you feel like God speaks to you, especially if it's a scripture, um, write it down, study it, read it in different translations, read what different commentaries have to say about it, read it, read it, and then start praying it. So I have a scripture that I felt like God gave me, I don't know, two months ago, Deuteronomy 2.30, and uh, anytime I remember it, I go back to it and I pray it. And I go back to it and I pray it. If God's given you a scripture, it's for a purpose. It wasn't just to tickle your intellect for a moment. It's because He wants to achieve, He wants to accomplish something through it. And so you actually got to take time and say, I'm going to pray this through. I'm going to pray this through until I see it. Jeremiah 33.3, Lord, I'm going to keep praying this. I'm going to keep asking this. And I think that's, we, we don't want to hear God just so that we're hearing Him. We want to hear Him so we can do His will on the earth. And when He speaks to us, we want to see that will come to pass. So we've got to pray it through. And, um, and then if it's more directional, if you feel like God has spoken to you, it's more directional. Um, I feel like I need to go and do this. I feel like I need to go and do this. That's where um, there's some great key. I didn't get the time to preach about this. I would like to have done. There are key relationships in our lives that I think are really important. Husband and wife, key relationship to sharing what God is saying. Parent to child, key relationship to share what God is saying. Pastor to person that they pastor, key relationship. They're there for a reason. It's a God setup. It's how He's made it. And I would just say, I'm amazed at the number of people who hear from God and they never share it and they never submit it and they just crack on and they make their decision and a lot of the time it ends up in a mess because they didn't take the time to bring in those wisdom of counselors and say, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I feel like God is saying this. What do you think? And so we think we know more than we do. We think we're smarter than we are. We think we're wiser than we actually are. We all need to be humble enough to say, okay, God, if you've spoken, I'm gonna submit it to the right people. What do you think? And that, I promise you, will save you a lot of pain if you're prepared to do it. It takes humility, but it's worth it. Yeah, very good. Okay, final question then, and I'd love to hear from all three of you on this one. Um, if there was one thing you'd want us to know about God's voice as we all kind of leave tonight, what would that be? What would be the one takeaway about the voice of God that you'd love for us to go home with? Okay. Um, I think my thing would just be to encourage you to prioritise seeking the voice of God. Um, because I just think in this world, like there are so many voices that are speaking and so many voices we could listen to, but God's voice is the only voice that is actually the truth. And it's the only voice that can bring us freedom and freedom to the people in our world. Monica? Um, so many things. I think his voice, I just think his voice, what do I think? His voice, sometimes we think his voice is out there, like Abraham, God showed him the stars. Moses, God appeared in a burning bush. And sometimes we think God's voice is this big thing out there, but it's not. It's in the everyday. And He's talking to us in small ways. I shared previously about the supermarket. There's like an anointing to hear God in the supermarket for me at the moment. And often it's telling me to put the trolley back or put the bleach. Put the chocolate back. Put the chocolate. No, no. Um... But often that's God's voice and He's training us in everyday mundane things. Pick up your socks, don't leave yeah. your shoes. Like 
You hear it in your voice. And I think sometimes we think God's voice is out here. It's this loud, audible voice. But actually God's voice doesn't land on a lap. It lands in between our ears. So it sounds a lot like our voice. And just don't dismiss it. Don't dismiss it. I would say God's speaking in small, small ways and it's His training. If you're at the supermarket or you're on the train or wherever it is and you hear that voice and you think, oh, it's just me. It's probably not. It's probably not. And um, as you learn to develop that, it just overflows into other areas. Hearing His voice, yeah. I would say um, I would want people to know God's voice is kind and it's, and it's gentle. It's not angry. It's not condemning. It's not judgmental. Um, so I think that's how we, we, if we really listen to the voice of God, we'll find it's a gentle, kind voice. And even when it corrects us, when He corrects us with His voice, He does it in a loving way to set us up for success. So if you are in a devotional or time or you're in an environment, you're at a conference, you're at shout, whatever, God speaks to you and you feel it's heavy or you feel it's harsh, or you feel it's coming down on you, it's almost certainly not God. It's always quiet. It's always gentle. It's always loving. It's always, it's always caring. Very good. Well, we're going to take a moment to pray, but we want to give our, a great big hand to our panel tonight for just their sharing. Thank you, guys. You can go. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to connect with Equippers Church, then please visit equippers.co.uk and say hello. And if you enjoyed today's message, you can subscribe and share it with a friend.